0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Talk a little more Jacksonville Jaguar football. John Shipley, beat reporter for jaguarreport.com and si.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. John, how you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm doing great, guys. How you all doing?
0: We're doing well. What does this Jacksonville Jaguars team do well?
1: Well, uh, other than lose, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they do a good job of they do a good job of uh, running the ball most of the time with James Robinson, and then they do a good job of stretching the field, DJ Chark. But other than that, they struggle, and more often than not, in most other areas, they play hard, but they're just. The talent just is not there in too many uh, key areas of the roster.
0: So what about the wide receiver position? Because obviously that's the one area that they are at least uh, seemingly deep at.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. The receiver is, at least in my eyes, by far their best position. Uh, they have three starter-quality guys, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chanel, and uh, Keelan Cole. Uh, Keelan Cole's really taken his game up to another level. Uh, he's now their starting slot receiver after – more or less riding the bench the last two seasons. And Chenault's been a, an impressive rookie who they need to figure out who to get the ball to more. And then Shark, he had a rough first half of the season. Uh, him and Minshew just were not on the same page. Uh, it seemed like he was uh, not 100% healthy, but he had a very strong performance uh, coming out of the bye. Uh, I, I'd say his best game of the season. You know, he caught two touchdowns in one game in week four, but he, he was just dominant in this game against the Texans. And I think a big part of that is, he just his skill set fit more with uh, Jake Luton than it did with Gardner Minshew.
0: So, other than this this wide receiving core, and you talked about this team losing some games, they have played hard at times. It's not like this is this is a team that's just getting dump trucked and run over, is it?
1: No, no, it's not. And it, it's a lot of games that afterward you look back on and you say that was a winnable game. They just shot themselves in the foot. I mean, th- their last two losses, they've they've lost by a combined. Uh, 12 points, and then they had a three-point loss in week two. So they're, they're in the game more often than not. They just end up not making the key plays that they need to.
0: So uh, when you come into this contest against the Packers uh, and you look at this team, give me your thoughts when it comes to the, the Jaguars taking on the Packers in the sense that can't, like if the Packers overlook them as a trap game, do you think that there's anything that could put the Jaguars over top of the, the Packers?
1: I I think the Packers should at least acknowledge that the Jaguars have some young talent that has the potential to really put a scare into a team in a situation like this. I mean, we already talked about the receiver room and DJ Chark, and then James Robinson, uh, he's been one of the best and most productive running backs in the league this year, uh, let alone rookie running backs. Just overall, his consistency from down to down. And if the Packers don't come to play for four quarters against him, he'll break off long plays, Uh, whether it's as a runner or as a receiver. He has the potential to create big plays. And then outside of that, the Jaguars, their defense has struggled uh, in most areas this season, but the one area they've been decent in is getting turnovers, especially with linebacker Miles Jack. So if the Packers don't take care of the football, that could be another worrisome area.
0: What do the Packers do in particular that you think that the Jaguars don't have an answer for? Uh,
1: Roster and Rodgers. <laughs> I, I, okay. I really, I really, I really think it's as simple as that because the Jaguars, their just their defense in the last season or really last two seasons, whenever they play a uh, experienced quarterback who has had some past success uh, under his belt they struggle uh it's an easy scheme to kind of scheme those open against they play that classic cover three Seattle scheme but they also do a lot of cover one man coverage and the Packers just the fact that they have uh, arguably you know top three quarterback in the league this season in Rodgers the Jaguars defense has failed to stop rookie quarterbacks and even mid lane journeyman quarterbacks this season so there's no real reason to believe they can stop Aaron Rodgers
0: Talk about the running backs uh, on this team. you got uh, a good set of running backs and the ability to move the football. And their their run offense is really, if you go by pro football focus, I was talking about this earlier, it's not a bad run game. It's just that if you don't have a quarterback to really be able to stretch the field, the run game becomes everything you're leaning upon, and defenses know that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I I think a big thing is getting down uh, early in games. So I I think that's when you see kind of the lack of a quality defense uh, impacting the run game. Because uh, there's been several games this season where defense has allowed a uh, a score on first two to three possessions of the game. And, you know, when you find yourself in the 14-0 or 14-3 hole uh, within the first five to ten minutes of a game, you're going to run the ball less. So that's really been the big issue of the run game this year is the fact that they haven't been in enough situations to really lean on the run game.
0: Uh, I like the fact that uh, coming into this contest, look, you've got a a team in Jacksonville that's still kind of scraping and everything, but are they also, is there a lot of talk about tanking and then possibly going after Trevor Lawrence there?
1: I think any talk about tanking is uh, more or less coming from the outside, you know, whether it's talking heads or the fan base. Uh, I I think when you look to them on the field, you can see uh, every week that they're coaching hard, they're playing hard, they're going all out. It just, it just isn't working. I mean, they, they they played a great game against the one and six Houston Texans, and it took them throwing the kitchen sink uh, against that bad team to even have a close loss. So I think that just kind of sums up this Jaguars team. They're they're working hard. They're not actively tanking, at least not on the field. But they're just not a very talented team. With that said, uh, uh,
0: no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just I mean, going to say, uh, when, when, you've got a, when you've got some decent pieces, we were talking about the running backs just a little while ago. By the way, we were talking with John Shipley, the beat reporter for the uh, Jaguars. When you've got some decent pieces in the backfield, you've got some good wide outs, you've got a bunch of cap space, you've got draft choices, you've got things that you can do. What is the turnaround time in your guesstimation for this team?
1: I, I really think this team could be on a Miami Dolphins-type uh, ascension. You know, we saw the Dolphins have that really rough 2019 season where they faced the same thinking questions before they uh, improved at the end of the year. I think if the Jaguars pour the resources into a defense, uh, much like the Dolphins did, and then find a franchise passer in the draft, that they could be a team that has a relatively quick turnaround. But that's been the issue. We've said that about the Jaguars. It feels like countless times in the last decade, but whenever they get, to that chance to get the quarterback, they either make the wrong decision or pick a different player entirely. So they're set up to succeed as early as next year, in my opinion. It just depends really on what they do at quarterback. Uh,
0: when you talk about this uh, team coming north to Green Bay and trying to get themselves a win, uh, other than just you know the fact that things have to go horribly wrong for the Green Bay Packers, is it the fact that maybe you're salivating a little bit, knowing that, that you've got a pretty good run game against a Packers defense that hasn't proven that it can really stop the run consistently?
1: Yeah, no. I think when you look at the the strengths and weaknesses of the Packers' defense, they kind of line up well for what the Jaguars do uh, on offense. You know, they want to run the ball with James Robinson. They want to attack them intermediate areas of the field. They want to do a lot of play action. So I think it actually sets up well for the Jaguars. They just have to execute and ensure that their rookie quarterback uh, doesn't have the wheels fall off.
0: What do you think uh, of the rest of your division? Because obviously, uh, you know, the Packers are going to have to play in that division this season, and they're going to have to play a couple more teams in that division. So give me the, the top to bottom of, uh, of the division right now, that AFC South.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Tennessee, at least for my money, has one of the most multiple and explosive offenses in the NFL. Uh, for whatever reason, their defense has uh, really been uh, porous this season, even though it's kind of been their trademark in past seasons. But with Desmond King in the fold and now getting Dory Jackson back, I think they're one of the better teams in the AFC. The Colts have a really strong defense, uh, good pass-blocking line, but they struggle to run the ball, and Phillip Rivers struggles to uh, move the ball with velocity past 10 to 15 yards or so at this point in his career. And then Houston uh, basically – as Deshaun Watson goes, Houston goes each week. Uh, their defense has issues really at each level of the field. Uh, offensive line's inconsistent, but they have a couple of speedy wideouts. And then Watson is uh, one of the more talented quarterbacks in the league. So uh, while their record's not very good, um, he alone makes them a tough team to match up with, as you know, the Packers probably saw earlier this year.
0: Good stuff. Appreciate it. And uh, it should be a it should be a good matchup this weekend. At least uh, we hope it's a good game. Although if you're a Packers fan, you're hoping for a blowout and an easy one. But nevertheless, John, appreciate it as always and we'll talk soon, okay?
1: Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I hope you all have a great weekend and enjoy the game.
0: Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. John Shipley, beat reporter for JaguarReport.com and SI.com, giving us a lowdown on the Jacksonville Jaguars. There you have it. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?